smacking your fucking mic. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Cool. Um, hello. How are you doing? <laughs> um, a bit tired, to be honest. How are you? Yeah, no, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I am very fucking hot because I don't have my phone. But other than that, I'm pretty good. I feel like I'm quieter than usual. Hello. Hello. <laughs> are you shirtless like last time, or will you be at some point? Wait, what? Are you shirtless like last episode, or will you become shirtless? At some I point? can be. If you want. Oh my god, I, I have to admit, right? I think the fucking the, the party boy edit is the best one you've done yet. Like, <laughs> like that. That's the one that like genuinely has like made me laugh so far. Like, I just proper like caught me off guard because like obviously you sent me like a little sample clip of it, and I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of funny. And then you were just like, oh yeah, I didn't even have to like fuck about it too much. And then like when I heard it in the actual like. <laughs> podcast i was just like oh fuck it out wait but, did you get to the end of the podcast yeah yeah i i, I like the yeah. outro the outro is great i really liked the um the the shags like the the it's halloween um sequencing you did i i don't know i guess i guess it's not technically a cover right um, um it started out as a cover i wanted to do like a emo or emotional hardcore version oh yeah with, yeah, like, yeah you said the twinkly said. chords and stuff but then I got to the vocals and it was just too much fucking work. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll just play it shit like they did. Well, the, the weird part is, is when I when I first heard it, I was like, I, like, because you obviously you sent it to me just that and nothing, like, you gave me no context to it either. It was just like <laughs> podcast intro. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's have a listen. And then like, it got to the kind of do, 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 do. I was like, I know what this is. <laughs> but like, it really yeah. threw me off at first. I was just like, what the fuck? Um, Basically, I made it shit on purpose. And then, I don't know. I think it was too shit anyway. So I just added, started dubbing it and putting samples in. It's like, ah, fuck it. Just keep adding <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, that's probably what they did at the time. So I suppose it worked out. You're channeling your inner shags. Oh, I really like the thumbnail as well, where you fucking found a picture of Chumpkins. <laughs> were, were you right? So it was it was our chest breach's uh, cat companion, yeah? Like Yeah, it was... It's a dog textured to look like a cat. Oh god, it does look like dog shit, doesn't it? Like it looks so bad. <laughs> it does. Oh man. Um, but yeah, so how, how, you, how are you doing? Like, you've been listening to anything good? You've been consuming anything good? You've been listening to any podcasts? Like, um, yeah, I've, I'm always listening to podcasts and shit. Like Louis C.K.'s um, new one that he's been doing in lockdown. That's quite interesting. I thought he was like cancelled because he turned out he was. Oh a bit... fuck, Louis Fru. Oh, okay. I was gonna. I was gonna say like I, I thought Louis C.K. Okay. wasn't like Louis you know, C.K. did cool release anymore. a new special um, about a month ago now or something. That was like pretty good. Hmm. But it I feels bad could. to enjoy it, you know. <laughs> nah, he didn't do that much wrong, right? He asked first before masturbating in front of people. Oh, that makes it okay then. <laughs> Is I that mean, what he did? I thought he just kind of flopped out a bit. <clears throat> no, I don't know. What do you mean? What? I thought he just, just like whipped his dick out at people. I didn't realise he was like wanking in front of people. But I feel like that's the next level. Like it's one thing just to get your dick out, but then it's not like <laughs> wanking is well, you you level up from flashing <laughs> to actively masturbating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we spend a lot of time talking about like, you know, sexual deviance on this podcast. Like I I swear like <clears throat> our opening little spiel that we do is like fifty percent talking about like you know, deviant. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just, just like celebrities that are a bit fucking 
weird and dickheadish. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's. Maybe I mean, that's we can fucking our... degenerate from here if you want. I mean, <laughs> this, this isn't the low point. I mean, that is true. No, it's just, I, I don't know. I noticed it, like, it was like, I don't know. The first podcast we, like, the first episode we did, it was, like, very much, like, just us going track by track musically, and it was, like, pretty slow and boring. And then the second one, because of, like, obviously Ziani's, um, like, tracks and, like, sort of her theme in music, like, we kind of, like, touched upon, like, you know, non stream stuff. I think that had a slightly different tone. Then. Well, no, that's what I mean, but then, like, we, like we at least, like... do you think Michael Jackson fucked kids? <laughs> that's, that's what I mean, like... like... Different from, like... Uh... Yeah, this is like serious allegations. No, and then like mm-hmm. yes, like yesterday, last week, we were talking about like musicians and like artists that were like, you know, fiddly. Mm-hmm. I is don't know, it man. still okay to like Gary Glitter? <laughs> I don't know. I suppose. I suppose like if you want to get like actual technical, um, I suppose this comes under the, the argument of like separating the art from the artist kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, which. Is like a pretty interesting thing to do because I feel like some some people you can do that with, but then some people are just like a bit too reprehensible, you know. Like, yeah, um, it's kind of it's kind of a case by case basis, but yeah, yeah. I I personally have a hard time um, separating the two sometimes. Like, not related to music at all, but Ender's Game. Like, the guy who did it is quite um, conservative, so mm. I I don't think I know. Whole... I don't think I know them. Um, what oh, kind of stuff they book. do? It's a oh, okay. sci-fi book. And oh, sorry, I thought you meant it was a, it was like a content creator or something. Oh no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I know. So, what, what's your problem with Ender's Game? Oh, uh, the guy he did is quite conservative, or maybe a more um, known piece of work like um, the Chronicles of Narnia or something like that. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How uh, the author was quite Christian, and Christian themes became more prevalent as it went on. <laughs> as uh, in comparison to like Lords of the Rings or some shit where yeah. that that shit's buried in like symbolism and stuff. Well, oh, oh I suppose like um, one of the most mainstream examples of this is like Harry Potter and how J.K. Rowling's like a bit of a bitch, right? Um, like she's I don't know if you've seen, but she's like um, <clears throat> she's basically like a turf. Like she's quite yeah. openly anti-trans, and I'm like I don't know, just kind of a bit of a dick move, you know. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of that like, stuff was like retconned in though afterwards, like the whole yeah. Dumbledore being gay. Um I do have didn't to didn't say Hermione wasn't black. <laughs> I do like, have to admit, like, <clears throat> even though I'm not actually that into Harry Potter, like some of the shit that like Harry Potter fans like say and like the jokes about it like just really crack me up. Like and it's like my favourite um my favourite like sort of uh argument point or like point of contention that people seem to have is like whether Cho Chang was actually Asian or not and then how like um uh, that, that it's just I a s- magical wizard name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see that get like sort of not necessarily debated, but people like criticize that a lot. And then like anyone who who doesn't like who thinks it isn't, you know, they're not Asian. It's like, bro, her name's like Cho Chang. Like, that's not like a that's not exactly the most Anglo-Saxon name, you know. Like, like I, I don't know. Like, you don't have to think that they're like a specific part of Asia, but like, you'd kind of assume that their heritage was from there somewhere, right? Like, people are weird. Yeah. People are really Wizard weird about stuff. They heritage do. is sort of intertwined <clears throat> with Muggle heritage, 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 <laughs> right? Like, you're channeling uh, in the shags again. Just listening, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know the uh, the wizards residing in England were quite English, right? 
I met other schools from other parts of the world, which are... Yeah. True. Um, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, what else have I been fucking listening to? Funkadelic? Funkadelic's all right. Yeah, oh, nice. What kind of... Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it's funk. It's 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 a mix of funk and psychedelic. Oh, okay. Is it is it like a band or like genre or... Yeah, it's I a... I haven't listened to that. Yeah, it's a band. It's from... um, You know Parliament? It's, it's mm, like from the main uh, creators of Parliament. He also created Funkadelic. Oh, okay. It's like... No, I don't think I know them very well either. But that's cool. I do like it when um you find like a band that... <clears throat> excuse me. Have split off and done some like really cool shit. Like I remember... Mm. um. I remember uh, <clears throat> Damien Marley when I was like kind of getting into like him. Um, I believe it's Damien Marley. He has like a super, like a super group called uh, Super Heavy, and it's just got mm. like the most random like collection of like uh, artists. Like it's got like an Indian um, like composer, like a. <clears throat> excuse me, like a like a soundtrack composer. I want to say, um, but then it's also got. I want to say it's got a guy from Stereophonics in it as well. Not Stereophonics. Um, is it Stereophonics? I don't know. It's off the top of my head. I can't remember, but I know it's like a really weird collection of people. Like it's a re- like like it's really weird. But I did quite like their stuff. To be fair, it's just really cool when like you find like a like a band or like an artist that can like just dick about with like different genres. It's not like a fucking System of a Down when Darren Malakian and uh I mean it was like John Dolmayo uh D- D- um like the drummer I think split yeah, off. Yeah they fractured off to do Scars and Broadway. Broadway and it was like the exact exact same style of music. Oh <laughs> worse. And do you know do you know what's weird? It's like so it was like half of System of Down like went off to do Scars of Broadway, but then they did mm. a song that featured Serge Tankian anyway. So, like, it was basically just a System of a Down song minus, like, um, I want to say it might have Shavo. been Shavo. Yeah, yeah, like, just minus what the song bassist. Was that? Um, I can't think off the top of my head, but I know that they did do it. One second. Bear with while I am very professionally um, finding the song. <laughs> um, I'm holding the microphone, so I'm having to type one handed. Not that, that's that right. difficult, yeah. Um, one second. Am I. Wait, what? But that, hang on, if you type in Scars on Broadway Serge Tankian, mm-hmm. there's... The, the top result is, like, a cover, right? <laughs> of Scars oh. on Broadway feet Serge Tankian, World Long Gone. But then, like... Then it tracks uh, Scars on Broadway, and then it's Darren Malakian and Scars on Broadway. Like, what? Like, oh yeah, um, I don't know if it was an ego thing, but because Darren uh, okay, he like had written to name, like, like entire second album himself and played and recorded any everything and whatever, oh. he decided to yeah. It just oh. seems kind of half baked though, and I I believe there's some good ideas in the first Scars on Broadway album, but the yeah, well, yeah. It's, it, it feels like a lot more uh, like I don't know, I guess not basic but like a lot more toned down than Sister of Down was like I feel like it's a lot more basic as well like they just seem more baked ideas (laughs) (laughs) I think Serge adds a lot well yeah have you ever listened to his uh, solo stuff 
Yeah, again, um, I don't think it's as good as System of a Down as a whole. But um, No, I would agree, but like... As, it's definitely as, a lot like, fucking better than Darren Malachi and sort of material. I was going to say, I, just, I, I think he's a lot more like eclectic. Like, I think sometimes like with bands like that, you need to bring like a like a mm. person who just has like a weird sort of... Um, not not necessarily like musical taste, but like a, like a bit of an eccentricity to the mix. Like, I feel like that can like really... Um, just bring out the best in everyone like in the band sometimes yeah you know what I mean? isn't that also why um system of down aren't creating new material is because search and oh, like darren create, just create disagree on I, yeah, yeah I did, where to I go with her music do you know do you know what i, saw, <laughs> you know what I saw recently actually is um this is half remembered so you're gonna have to take it with a pinch of salt but i'm pretty sure john like john lorman is like a trump supporter which i find very weird considering i thought like system of down were like always very liberal and like sort of mm. left wing so like i don't know i can't remember if he actively was like a trump voter but i do remember him saying something um along the lines of like like trump uh was like the, the best thing to happen to minorities or something like that like and it's like bruh he literally just posted like he, he's like re- restricting lgbt laws like right this second what, what are you talking about <laughs> yeah um, I, I, I don't know much about john he's just and well, I mean, he's a drummer, kind so of staunch. And, yeah. <laughs> Not even that good of a drummer, right? Or, I mean, I, 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 I think he had his moments. Lives. Yeah. So, so the the quote is Donald Trump is the greatest friend to minorities. <laughs> it's yeah. like, eh, I mean, okay, if, if you if you say so, mate. <laughs> yeah. But like, one of my favorite things is like when I saw it, loads of people just saying like, "Bro, have you never listened to the music you make?" <laughs> <laughs> He's got tinnitus. Yeah, literally. He's just like, like the whole time they're playing. It's just, <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's cool. To, to go back on the tangent, so you've been listening to Funkadelics. Um, right, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I might might give them a listen to. Are they worth um, like a recommendation, or is it like? Yeah. Um, I listened to Maggot Brain, which is a great album. Uh, it's mm. maybe a future recommendation. Ooh. But um, more recently, I listened to a. First album, yeah, which is even more psychedelic inspired. Yeah, yeah. Like the first track sounds, it's basically him fornicating <laughs> over this like washed out like funk beat. Nice. Just for a shitloads <laughs> of reverb and him nice. basically coming like over the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> oh, you just hit splat. <laughs> yeah. And the second album I listened to after that was called Free Your Mind and Your Ass Will Follow. It's like, I've heard it described as them trying to cut an entire album while on acid. Nice. Yeah. When were they active? Was this like in the height of psychedelic music, like sort of 60s, 70s, or is this like a Uh, recent band? Late 60s, 70s, and then until the 2000s, or maybe they're still going. Yeah, they're still going. Oh, okay, I wasn't too sure if it was kind of like a like a like sort of retro esque band, and it like they were active now, but they were kind of going for that style. But no, if they're sort of from the era, that's that's pretty cool actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, if it was active until the early eighties, and then they stopped, and then I see they ran out of acid. <laughs> they've got an album in twenty fourteen, oh, which shit. isn't very uh, isn't greatly rated, but oh yeah. uh, really. That's a shame. Um, mm. But speaking of future recommendations, uh, I've been listening to La Dispute a lot recently. 
Um, oh, I love those guys. You listen to them recently. (laughs) Um, That's sort of slam poetry over emo Mm. sort of emotional hardcore music. Yeah, man. Um, Do you remember they did a split with uh, Touche Amore, I want to say it was? And that was like, that split was so fucking good. It was only like a little like four, maybe six track EP, but it was like, I fucking loved that split, man. It was really good. Um, Mm. But I've been re-listening to um, their first album from like 2008. 2009 which is uh, at the bottom of the river between Vega and Altair I think that's called it's a really fucking long album title and I always forget um, oh. but man like I forgot how fucking good of like a lyricist uh, the, the singer is well I don't know singer we'll say singer <laughs> um, when was the last time I listened to them out of interest like do you remember them that well or were they a bit of a um, bit, bit forgettable um, for you or it would be Maybe last year. Uh, oh, okay. I'm pretty Quite sure recent. I listened to their 2019 album, whatever that was called. Mm. Uh, Panorama? Panorama? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think it was them, or yeah, it may yeah, be yeah. no, Touche Amore sure. I listened to. <laughs> oh, no, 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 it was them. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, no, La Dispute. <laughs> okay, that was a lot more recent than I thought, because to be fair, I haven't listened to them for like years at this point. Um, mm. So I was like, um, I can't even remember what what set me off on it to be fair like oh no i do it was um i was listening to my discover weekly um and they had a ladder speed track on that it was uh king park you know the one about the the, the little boy who gets shot um, oh, okay and uh which is apparently based on a true story which i didn't know at first um but i forgot how fucking good uh like a how good of like storytellers they are like they're mm. very good at like just really nice imagery and like just over the top like intense details like um one of my favorite things about king park specifically is the way that like um there's a line that's something like uh when was the last shooting uh was it last month or was it last week or something like that and it's just like i quite like how consistently through like that song like it's constantly like sort of uh it's like um like what's the word like nothing's certain so he's kind of going back on himself a lot like kind of like you would in like if you're telling someone a story like mm-hmm. like i'm doing now where i keep kind of going like oh was it like this or like that or <laughs> and that's just like a really nice touch of the of the song i think and um yeah their first album i forgot like, just how fucking good it is and they've got like loads of like really overly dramatic bits and um one thing i noticed about it which i never remembered um thinking like back when i first listened to him was remember the other week when we were talking about death and we were saying mm-hmm. about how um every member of that band works together as like an equal like piece of like the the band and like it's not like one person shines kind of thing mm-hmm. um i say la dispute is actually the exact opposite of that like i feel like the music <laughs> is just like a vehicle for the, the singer poetry <laughs> yeah pretty much and like i'm not necessarily like against that like i think it works for them and like obviously yeah. the singer has like you know stories or um songs he wants to get out there and um yeah i don't know like and that's not to dis dis disparage like the musicians because they themselves are good like um do you remember the song damaged goods it's the one about um it's like the like argument between a, a boyfriend and girlfriend um and basically it's like the first section of the song is the girl's point of view then the second point is like um like the boys and it's like it's like oh, it's got such a good intro like I fucking love it but um that bit has got like a really nice breakdown halfway through when I think the guitarist really gets a chance to like sort of shine a little bit 
and um, oh, it's got some beautiful lyrics as well. Like my favorite line is like, "I lay awake it every night and wait," um, and then like sort of cuts out. And it's like, uh, what is it? It's like I feel the wires of my brain get cut and quietly rearranged, and it's just like, oh, that's cool, man. Mm. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I will I say, think... though, is I'm really, like... <laughs> so, you know how I'm, like, a proper petty bitch and, like, little things, like, really niggle at me sometimes? Um, do you know the song Such Small Hands? It's the intro to that album, and it's... It's, um... it's one of the songs that I actually remember, like, yeah, succinctly. it's probably one of their most well-known, honestly, because that's the one I got introduced to them by, like, through, so I would assume that's kind of, like, the one of their most famous. Um, yeah. But, yeah... <laughs> So there's a sign where uh, there's a sign. Sorry, there's a there's a lyric where it's like, um, "I thought I heard a plane crashing, but now I know it was your passion snapping." And like, why would you not say smashing? Because that works with the internal rhyme scheme, right? Like, passion, crashing, passion, and smashing works in my head more than like passion crashing or crashing passion and snapping. I don't know. I just noticed it, and I was like. Bro, I'm the best songwriter than this. This is bullshit. Like, <laughs> I was like, it just really irritated me. So, well, not even irritated me. It just, it just like stuck out at me because I was like, that would have been a much better rhyme. <laughs> True. I think um, you should go straight for. You know, I should. Dance. I should message him uh, or like Twitter DM him and just be like, listen here, dickhead. This album you wrote like what twelve years ago now. Um, I want to edit it and do covers. <laughs> and <laughs> um. One thing I would say I think, as well. I think the music should just cut out and then with a cheap microphone. <laughs> Smashing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Do you know what? This is an edit for you to do right this second is you can get that song, track it down, and I will give you a very nice clear. Smashing. And then you can use that and I think it helps our sound. Sick. Nice. Um, Aren't rappers thing... these oh, days all like sad boys and stuff? Wait, what's that? Sorry. Aren't rappers these days all like sad boys and stuff? Pretty much, yeah. Like emo. Yeah. You can advertise um, your services to them. <laughs> emo isn't really like I don't know. I, you don't get a lot of like new emo bands, or maybe I'm just blind uh, and I'm not I, seeing them. But I feel uh, like emo rap is kind of taking like a bit of a bigger turn. Like um, I, I think, think I, rap in general is um, taking over. Well, it's. It's currently more popular and mainstream than like rock music at the moment. Oh yeah, to be fair, it's been like that for a while though. Like mm. if you look at like the charts, like obviously rap has been huge ever since it kind of, you know, came um, out the main like into the mainstream, I guess. Um, and like you can see that even like like I was talking to um sort about this if they actually as I was like saying like early two thousands was fucking weird because like new metal bands were the weirdest shit, right? Like I can't. I, can't, I still can't decide if I find Limp Biscuit like really <laughs> fucking cringy or like if I find them like weirdly endearing like because everything about them like everything is kind of cringy but at the same time like I kind of rate them you know <laughs> I was thinking about that with um, Pantera actually like oh, yeah. um, how the album in comparison to that older stuff it's sort of like it's weird to say it's like a commercialization but the songwriting sort of okay. stripped down and more mainstream. The album itself got to number one, like oh. the album charts in America. But oh. like, I think it sort of, um, it's it sort of pushed the uh, musical zeitgeist in that direction yeah, of like yeah. heavy shit that's more streamlined and accessible and heavy. Well, I've, and I've... it made me think of Corn because oh, like God. you said we were saying about Limp Bizkit, yeah. like normally when I like a band or whatever, I'll, you know, I'll have to say I'd like the full album for them to be good. 
like yeah, it's weird yeah. at least this thing with me like but i've never really made it through a whole fucking corn album but like their singles are like some of them are actually. pretty fucking great their now, singles now you that, are I don't pretty think I good have either. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but i won't go as far as limp biscuit because fuck them <laughs> I, also I, fuck I disturbed also um Wait, why, why fuck disturbed they were very of their time their right? one trick pony for singer <laughs> whatever it's called is pretty He's pretty good, but all the songs sound the same. It did get me into me. Uh, it did get me into more modern metal though. So yeah, I was gonna say like I, I remember like we used to like bump that shit all the time. Yeah, but then that was when I was too poor to like buy a full album. <laughs> I'll just get singles or random tracks, and then I would finally compile an album. I was like, oh, this all just sounds the same. Remember that when they did a a cover of um, "Shout" by Tears of Fears, and it was I do. like pretty mediocre. Remember when Korn did like uh, an album with Skrillex, and then Skrillex yeah. just disappeared? That was weird. And Skrillex was in an emo band in like the early two thousands as well. <laughs> like, man, yeah. you know, you know that picture of Charlie Day in it's Always Sunny, and he's got like mm-hmm. the conspiracy wall, and he's like looking mental while poking at it. That's what I feel like whenever I'm talking about music because I'll remember some just random little shitty bit of trivia, and I'm just like, oh shit, yeah, that. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> it's weird. wasn't like Max Martin who produces every single pop song and whatever and he's got like a billion like number one hits wasn't he originally in like a hardcore band or something was he that, I, I don't know to be fair but that that would not surprise me honestly Ooh, um, I'm one hand googling <laughs> just, just really quickly typing Max Martin <laughs> just <laughs> oh man uh... um one thing I was going to say as well, uh, just as a little thing to our opening, like, chat and shit, um, Ziani, she has actually released um, a new LP that I think you'd quite like. It's, um, huh. I don't know if you've still, but uh, I think you said at the time that, like, you might like some of her more future stuff a bit more. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot more, like, it, it's, some of them are just sort of, like, singles that she's brought on, um, and it is only, like, an EP with, like, a few little sort of interludes and stuff, but it's got, like, a really nice, like bouncy feel to it like it's a lot more like energetic and shit like but it's a lot more um straight up rap this time i'd oh, say okay. so i feel like she well I, that being said she does have like dirt bike on it and she also has um a song called skits cunt which is like a pretty good one it's kind of like uh powder tough like um in that like really overly manic sort of like fucked vocal way um, and yeah, it's like pretty good. It's pretty good. It's got some like she's talking a lot about her dad in it, which I found it quite interesting because like that's a thing and like that's quite a recurring theme in her music. Although one thing I have noticed about it is there's like three different songs where she just like starts talking about her ass and it's like really out of like character. Like I don't, not out of character, but like it doesn't really fit in the song. It's just like speaking it's... about asses. Bella Delphine dropped a my rap God. parody. <sighs> Was it meant to be parody? I was really hoping it was meant to be parody because it was fucking awful, man. Oh my god! Honestly, like I listened to it and I was like, no, okay, this no, is probably purposely fuck. bad. But then I I listened to the original song and I was like, oh okay, this this is even more shit. Wait, like, there's an original? I I thought yeah. It was. Oh no, okay. it's 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 that six nine song, but Rainbow oh. Heard dude. Oh, okay. Like, to, be fair, to be fair, I didn't know uh, that. I, I don't really listen to Six Nine because he's a nonce. Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> and but also, no, he's I... massive clout chaser. And a nonce. And, <laughs> and a nonce. You know. On top of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense actually. But come on, it, it is dog shit. Like it's not I even mean... slightly like oh oh. Nah, it made me cringe. It made me really really cringe. Also, 
Like, I'm pretty sure that video is, like, against YouTube to- like TOS, right? Like... No, she didn't... Well, you're not allowed to show a little bit of arse on YouTube. I don't know, I thought you weren't. Like, I thought YouTube was, like, quite kid-friendly now, right? Like, it's meant to be very, uh... Like, censored, right? No. And it I guess she didn't, like, it, whip her flaps out be... even, but... <laughs> <laughs> it can be demonetized or I don't know, but no, it's, oh, okay. it's, it's don't think it counts as nudity. It's not Twitch, you know. You're uh, allowed yeah, to true. be in your lingerie or whatever. <laughs> Co- uh, to be fair, I suppose she was like covered in paint as well, so there's there's that. that that's kind <laughs> of like clothes, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's let's uh, talk to the, the the main the the app uh, the the main course. Um, Pantera, how did you how did you find it? So you thought it was a bit so well. First of all, so you thought it was more commercial than oh, yeah. than other stuff. Um, well, I haven't listened to a lot of their uh, pre Cowboys from Hell stuff like the yeah. glam era, but no, it's a Wait, lot more commercial. Oh, I always forget they like literally started as like a fucking glam metal band. That's weird as fuck, isn't it? Yeah, that was that was. I, I don't know if it was them. <laughs> But they, yeah, it feels like Kiss, basically. It feels yeah, like no, no, I think it was because I, I think I remember reading that at some point and being like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then um, I think it was uh, their singer, like Phil, um, Phil, Phil Anselmo. I think it was him that kind of mm-hmm, took yeah. them away to like their harder, heavier sound, right? Uh, no idea. Oh, okay, well, I'm just gonna assume that I'm right <laughs> and say, "Sure, <laughs> let's go with that." Um, but yeah, so so. Before this album, you don't listen to Cowboys from Hell, or was it Great Southern uh, Trend Kill? I've listened to Cowboys from Hell, which I it's one of my favorite metal albums ever. Oh, I shit. think. Okay. And, if you think. Um, yeah, from the top of my head, <laughs> I listened to Southern Trend Kill when I was about fifteen or so. Yeah. Because yeah. of um, Seth Putnam, basically. <laughs> because I I don't know I was. I wasn't a fan, but I was intrigued by yeah, the work yeah, of yeah. Anal Cunt. <laughs> and hey, Phil Anselmo liked some of Anal Cunt's stuff. Wasn't didn't Phil Anselmo do a do a feature with them at one point as well? I'm pretty sure he did a song with them after Seth Putnam died, right? Um, after n- no idea. I'm pretty he maybe sure. collaborated with Seth Putnam, but I carry, carry on talking while I while I find this. Yeah, um, I. I love Cowboys from Health. Some of Trend Killers, interesting. I quite like the vocals and the thrashy sort of grind coriness of it. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's not as consistent, but yeah, I kind of like the nuances between the thrashy stuff and the weird sort of bluesy southern stuff and yeah, yeah, the acousticy stuff and like uh, suicide note and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the songwriting's not quite fair in comparison to uh, the first two major label releases. Yeah. See, to be fair, um, I have only really listened to um, Far Beyond Driven, like which is the one I recommended to huh. you. Yeah. Um, I have listened to Cowboys from Hell, and I have listened to Great Seven Trend Kill, but uh, Far Beyond Driven is the one I've listened to the most, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the one, like, the songs I know the most. Yeah. Um, so off the top of my head, like I'm not too sure. Like I can't. I don't really know. <laughs> Sorry, I've just. You know, Spotify. You have like your friend activity. I've just uh-huh. noticed that someone's listening to the to Disturbed. Like just after we were like shitting on them. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. So 
<laughs> with um with Pantera, yeah, uh, Farben Driven has definitely been my sort of like main listen to. Um, and I don't know. I think it, to be honest, it probably is because of I'm Broken. Um, like and from like uh, the the fun times of you forcing me to play it on expert until I learned how to. It was play. hard, actually. I'm pretty sure I, it was expert. We didn't even get to expert. It's like Fuck off. I was playing shit on expert and sort of like passing songs by the skin of my teeth. You were like <laughs> complaining that I wasn't letting you play normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, but so so you you don't think Fabian Driven has has taken over um, the other Pantera albums for you? Like you reckon um, you're still happy with that? Yeah, it's I think it's it's really solid. Mm. Um, not as do you know what it made me want to do? It made me want to listen to Vulgar Display of Power, like the second major <laughs> uh, record label album. Okay, so because, okay, that's interesting. Okay, well, how come? Okay, so Cowboys from Hell was fucking amazing. Yeah, like there's thrashy, groovy, awesome stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, Guitar-wise, it's pretty technical and impressive. Yeah. Phil uh, and uh, Phil F- Boy's vocals. <laughs> um, he's got amazing range. Like, it screams and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. He can really get up there. And uh, this is a massive departure from that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not in a bad way. I think they've pioneered this sort of style of music. But um, yeah, like Vulgar Display of Power is sort of rated as a better album, oh. and it's one of people's favorite from pantera and yeah, yeah. it's it would just be interesting as a stepping stone how we went from sort of uh thrashy power metally goodness <laughs> to uh down tuned aggressive mm. uh very manly <laughs> <laughs> um sort of simplified songs just yeah. heavy shit see i think that's why i like this album so much to be honest it's just because it's so like chuggy like it kind of mm. like you know um sort of like remember that phase in music where uh in like in metalcore and deathcore specifically where it was so fucking chuggy and it was just zero oh. zero 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 like yeah that meme yeah. <laughs> where every breakdown like it's kind of like that but if you know the guitarist actually wanted to try and be cool like if he actually wanted to do something um and fun fact about Dime Bag Down, did you know um <laughs> did you know Nickelback have a have a song um paying tribute to him? Um which uh no. has has um a guitar solo from Dimebag Daryl. Uh <laughs> no. That weirdly sounds like it makes sense. At the yeah, same time no, that's um, horrible and I didn't want to know this. <laughs> so so um I will I will just give you the a quick a quick the, the quick Wikipedia reading of it. Um, so the song is called Side of a Bullet uh, by Nickelback. Uh, it's from their seventh uh, album. Sounds like it's in bad taste. <laughs> uh, it says, The song is a tribute to Dimebag Darrell, who was shot and killed on stage while performing in Columbus, Ohio with Damage Plan. Plan. It features yeah. aggressive guitars and double drumming. The lyrics for Side of a Bullet focus on the murder of Darrell, the anger at the perpetrator, and the aftermath Not, thereof. No. <laughs> The guitar solo combines outtakes by Daryl, originally meant to be used on Pantera's album Vulgar Display of Power and Far Beyond Driven. Huh. Daryl's girlfriend and his brother gave Nickelback permission to use the outtakes. It seems some really bad taste, like, not that he was alive and he got him to, like, <laughs> perform on the track, but they just ripped it off, like, outtakes and shit. It's almost like when, um, remember that episode of A South Park? A rapper dies, and then... Oh, right, yeah, yeah, no, oh, okay. No. 
yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say that episode of South Park where uh, Isaac Hayes quit because of them taking a piss out of Scientology and they just like oh. cut up his <laughs> his like <laughs> audio. So it's like I'm gonna make love to your children. <laughs> oh, I fucking love that episode. It's so brutal. Oh, it's so good. It's so. Then he dies shortly We're after. We're the Young Boys Adventure Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Um, um, but yeah, that's like weird, right? Like, it just seems very out of place with like what I think of when I think of Nickelback. Because, like, can you imagine like how no, the heavier stuff was? Uh, the earlier stuff was a bit heavier, I reckon. Really? But yeah. On you, an avid Nickelback fan? I mean, and you I listen to that long and illustrious uh, discography. I I have not. I feel like I'm missing out now. What they, what yeah. they, I, I just always assume they were very commercial. Like, I've never, like, I don't know. I know, obviously, it was, like, I've a They've always been like, very bland and... Yeah, blur. like, I know it's always yeah. been a meme that they've been, like, shit, but I never found them, like, shit. I just thought they were a bit boring. Like, they were just kind of, like, very non-offensive, you know? Like, they were just kind of... They were a band that existed, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, no, that that is weird. Maybe I should listen to some of their earliest... Wait, should I listen to some of their earlier stuff? Don't fucking listen to Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> We've only got so much time on this earth. And, and you don't, like... I don't want to waste it with Nickelback. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, okay. My, my apologies. Before, before you die, <laughs> you're going to wish you had that last half an hour. Yeah, like, yeah, to listen left. to yeah, yeah. Off Minor Heat Death the Universe again, but we'll get to that hey. in a minute. Um, but yeah, so to, to bring it back to um, Far Beyond Driven. Um... Brown, 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 brown. <laughs> Well, I, that that's funny. I, I is I'm broken your favorite song on that um, track. No, no. Uh, okay. I, I listened to it. Why don't you give me? Why you give me your top three? Why don't you give me your top three? Oh shit. Okay. Can you still hear me shuffle with this brand new fancy microphone? I can. I do like just how close you're getting to the microphone when you say that as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll edit it out. No words. <laughs> um, wait. Why don't I just fucking bring it up on the screen? <laughs> Okay, um, songs I really liked. Um, Hardline Sunken Cheeks, like, uh, yeah. So that's the seven minutes one. That's the one that's like, da, 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 right? Like that, <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly like that. I can think of how the vocals go. I just can't remember, like, <laughs> what he actually says. <laughs> oh, that's one about drug addiction and, uh,. He says, I drink all day, I smoke all day, I took Madonna's breath away, I've yeah, done yeah, it yeah, all yeah. but tapped the vein, and then you listen to it and you're like, haha, not yet. Well, wait, was uh, it not a, uh, was it not a hero at this point? Um, no, oh, is this the one that's like, my soul for a ghost? ghost. Oh, yes. yeah, that's so good. Oh, the guitar um, is so fucking sexual. Basically, he, yeah. He, he fucked up his back, and so was dabbling with pain pills. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard, heard that, actually. Okay. But um, I think this is when the wheel starts falling off. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so Hardline Sunken Cheeks. Yeah, that's a really good track. Um, mm-hmm. It's got some really fucking nice guitar work on it. And this is kind of an example of, like, the really nice chugginess. Like, everything mm-hmm. just sounds so, like, thick. Do you know what I mean? Like, it sounds so, like, meaty. <laughs> like Yeah, I was going to... I was gonna harp on that, but for okay, a metal sorry. album, this has got really fucking like um, clean production. Mm. It's like everything's so fucking heavy. It feels kind of timeless in a way, mm. like and not like in a pop way either, like with pop production like overproduced. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 
or like Gentis. Like like. <laughs> yeah, or Gentis nowadays. Like if mm. you listen to one of those fellows, and it sounds like pop music and. Mm. Sort of. I haven't listened to Gent for quite a while now, to be fair. So I, I, I never I really got into it. Um, I really got into like Twelve Foot Ninja when you showed me them. Like they were pretty cool. Just... Are they Gent? Kind of. Um, got... I would have counted them as Gent, right? Yeah. <laughs> Slightly. Yeah. Bit more eclectic <laughs> with like yeah. the Latin Song stuff and, and songs about yeah. ninjas. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Sorry, Karen. So yeah, the production value. To be fair, I didn't realise this album was early 90s. Like, I thought it was a bit later than that. Um, well, 94. Yeah. Well, that, that, come on, that's early. That's like before the halfway point, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yes. All right, fine. It's, it's early mid-90s. I say that. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, I didn't realise it was that early, to be fair. Um, I suppose it makes sense, but actually just seeing 1994, that's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, shedding Skin's pretty good. Okay. See, this is weird because this is like a hundred. This is like completely different to my choices. Like, <laughs> but yeah, oh. shedding skin. Okay, okay well, and uh, maybe strength beyond strength. Or... So the I really like the thrashy feel of that one. Like the opening sort of. It's such a good opening to the album. Yeah. I think. Wait, basically, I've been listening to this album like on little nice bicycle rides. Mm. Oh yeah, I saw the Snapchats. It was cute. <laughs> Yeah, and just fucking headbanging along <laughs> as I make my way off of up a fucking cliff. <laughs> just me and the bunnies. Hmm. Yeah, the place it was kind of metal actually. It's like the Samaritans hotline and like memorials at places people have jumped. Oh, not no. to bring it down, but what, what do you, what do you mean not to bring it down? This is an album about fucking like heroin addiction and shit. Like, hey. It's, Addiction to pills at this point. Oh, okay, sorry. It's not excess. just heroin addiction. It's, n- it's not heroin. Well, I don't think it's heroin until after this came out. Oh, okay. Or that's, maybe. That's all right then. Yeah. Like, <laughs> someone trying to kill. Nah, that's heroin. <laughs> him and Seth Putnam chilling out. Oh, Body type sort of morphing to become sort of one and the same. All I can think of is, like, that time he set my desktop background to, like, Seth Putnam getting sucked off while he's, like, shooting up next to, like, a massive like Marshall Amp that's yeah, just the picture I think of whenever I think of like Seth Putnam honestly <laughs> yeah same or, or him uh, messed up on stage uh, um, I avoided that I just I just liked his you know the barbershop quartet singing about uh, seeing gay guys and stuff I don't know ha 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 holocaust weird. you know all that Anacom were a weird band weren't they like I don't really like I get shock f- like comedy, mm. but it's right. Do, do you know what? I'm digressing. This will be a conversation you, for another. Wait, wait, wait. No, he <laughs> kind of reminds me of modern day sort of. Um, what edgy boys? Yeah, like or four chan, where it's that shock humor, but then mm. you don't know where the line is. Like if if it's ironic, or yeah. are they actually that, or if it, or did they cross over at some point? I did see like 4chan someone... was full on like irony at some point but then it became actual Nazis yeah like Paul and shit and with Seth Putnam I don't know <laughs> it's hard to tell the, the the lines are blurred to be honest though he was so fucked up like he was probably just saying anything that like he wanted yeah but no so, so Anal Cunt and Seth Putnam will be a, a good conversation topic for another point but to bring it back to uh, Pantera again so yeah you liked Hardline Sunken Cheeks um, Shedding mm-hmm. Skin and Strength Beyond Strength that's cool uh, 
Yeah. Again, it's uh, totally different. Use my third arm was pretty good as well. It reminded me a lot of Slipknot. Oh yeah, yeah. As, as a... I, actually, a lot of these songs remind me of like future metal bands. Like, yeah, like, I can I was... hear bits of like Lamb and God or <clears throat> Mudvayne or like uh, new metal and shit. Yeah, I was gonna like... say one thing. I, I it's, it's funny you mentioned Slipknot because there's a song I can't think of the top of my head, but the percussion is very like, um, it's very like unorthodox i guess and that really reminded me of the way that like you know slipknot would have a bloke just like smacking a beer barrel with a baseball bat and like i don't yeah. know that was like the manager about... wasn't it <laughs> i don't know it was like the, the really the kind of chubby one right yeah the, the, clown. the clown clown yeah mm-hmm. um who also had uh another band you know um oh what album was it they had an album called trepanation i think i want to say and it was like something american fucking eyes i can't remember <laughs> Point is, he was also in another band. It was okay, but yeah. So what? Like, I, I guess, I guess. Um, what I want to say is, like, what would it take? Do you think for you to count this as like a better album? Do you, do you, is it just that like, what is it about this album that like you think isn't quite as good with with the rest of like compared to the rest of their their discography? I guess. Um, Cowboys has a lot of technicality to it, or yeah. it's I find it a lot catchy as well. It's just. It's just impressive to listen to, like mm. Phil's vocal range, Dimes' guitar playing. Um, I don't know if you've listened, what you've listened to out of it, but Domination's fucking great. Cemetery Gates. Mm. Um, yeah, Cemetery Gates, like, I remember as a track, is really fucking nice. Songs like Shattered, Medicine Man, mm. Primal Concrete Sledge. I don't know, they're all fucking bangers. <laughs> that's that's why I want to listen to um, Vulgar Display of Power, because it's supposed to be sort of like this, but okay. better. <laughs> But better, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah it's, that's it's got it's got walk on it and shit. <laughs> so what's what's your least favorite song, do you reckon, on this? Um, ah, oh, it's tough because I I like it as I like parts of it, but good friends and the bottle of pills that can be kind of cringy. Oh, do you know what? See, this, I that's thought what... your girlfriend last night. <laughs> she called me daddy. I, I thought she was just baby. a cook, but you were passed out. <laughs> See, that's funny because I actually think this is one of my favorite tracks on the album, just because of like how weird it is. Like, yeah. and also that bass, come on, the bass like is so good on it. Yeah, like, that's, that's a pretty strong fucking intro with a drum and bass. Like, yeah. Oh, it's so good, man. Because because the thing is, like, oh, and then it's got like the little um like dive bomb guitar bits, and it's like mm. do 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 do. Like, oh, it's so good, man. Like, I get what you mean about I don't know. Like, it is. <laughs> It's a kind of a little bit cringy, yeah, but like I, I, I kind of took it as it was never meant to be like a serious song. I mean, like it's literally about fucking a guy's girlfriend while he's like sleeping next to her, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I do, I do quite like the line where it's like, uh, I thought you were like, I thought you were playing out a brash fantasy. <laughs> um. The chorus is kind of, it doesn't really, it, it kind of is very jarring, I think, where he just starts, like, screaming about losing his mind. Um, yeah. I've had too many masters! Kind of thing. I kind of like it. I, I really rate it. I really rate it. <laughs> yeah, um, what I do appreciate about this album is that, I don't know, I, I thought it was kind of cringy, but then, like, they're still pretty young at this point, but, like, mm. feels like 25 at the time. Yeah, yeah, I think... And I do appreciate he's talking about his own life and Pantera at like the height of excess. Yeah. As yeah. compared to like we're cowboys. <laughs> but we're see, from hell. <laughs> see if we <laughs> see if we're talking about um 
cringy. I suppose Five Minutes Alone is one of my other favorites, but again, I can kind of see the cringiness in it. Like, it's basically... I can't remember exactly the backstory behind it, but it was like... Um, uh, some false, allegedly false allegations about um, this kid getting beaten up by Phil Asher. Oh, uh, yeah, and, and, and then, then the kid's his... dad, like, said that he wanted to beat him up or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just there's something kind of cringy about someone being like... Oh, much fucking harder than you like do you know what i mean like it's just it kind of yeah. like <laughs> you know you know that <laughs> also it's kind of redundant it just feels like this album's walk do you, if you get what i mean uh, like it's how so it's kind of the same context it's like <laughs> yeah yeah i want to beat you up <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I can see that but like it, it kind of reminds me of you know the episode of hell's kitchen where gordon ramsay asks like a bloke Nah, he, oh, like, okay. asked the bloke for, like, his his um, his um nominations, and he just, like, flout refuses, and he's like, I no bitch, and he's like, and he, like, fucking pulls his jacket, I was like, you want a jacket? You got a jacket, motherfucker, like, <laughs> let's go outside right now, like, it's just, I don't know, like, there's something about people being, like, overly aggressive in, like, a, like, in an uncalled for context, it just kind yeah. of makes me a bit cringe, like, cringe a little bit, you know? Um, yeah. So I, I don't, don't think it's. I, I'm not sure if it's a persona he's putting on though, because you're talking about a guy with like a fucking head wound. <laughs> oh yeah, no, <laughs> he's got the, part of his skull that's like fucked up. From I mean, to be fair, like he's he's like they're literally like a metal band, but I think like I I, I meant more so from like the dad's um oh, the okay. dad's yeah. aspect. Like, I mean, the dad I don't know was maybe in his like forties or like maybe fifties, and he's like saying he's gonna beat up like you know. Like dude in his twenties, metal yeah. band, yeah. Like I don't know. Um, yeah, sorry, maybe I didn't make that like, more clear. Uh, yeah, I meant more so from the, from the, the dad's perspective. And and honestly, like um, <clears throat> like if you're getting like friend by someone, obviously, like you're gonna you're gonna be like retaliator, you know. Um, but I don't know. As as a song, like it's just really fucking good. Like I just really like the dun 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 dun. dun like the really like chuggy like like thinking of that guitar bit does sound very like deathcore actually and like some metalcore just the way it's like I guess the way it is so chuggy you know mm. um what have you done Pantera <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Five Minutes Nine is great and then of course I'm Broken as well like boom 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 like come on that is that's a great riff like, oh, I just think I've listened to it too much, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Strength and I appreciate, strength well, I would agree with that. Yeah, I appreciate um, the experimentation with like the guitar solos and shit, but I don't know, I do kind of miss the technicality mm. uh, as in previous works. Also, I know Phil's probably fucking thrown out his voice, but <laughs> it is like, it's, I don't know, something's lost when mm. before he had this massive fucking rage and now he's just grunting at you yeah yeah it kind of uh i tell you what it reminds me of did you ever listen to hate breed i remember there was um there was a band called hate breed and they were very yes. like i don't I, remember I, a lot about them but yeah they're not that memorable honestly but the main reason i remember them is they they had a song where they had someone featured on it but they were both doing really low growls so like it was very like I think I remember hearing someone call them like brocore once because I just remember yeah. them being in like fucking hoodies and snapbacks and just like rah, 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 rah. and then the featured voice would come in to do like almost like a call and response rah, 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 rah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like and then like the whole time it was just like duk, 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 behind it as well with the guitar and it was just like 
Uh, it was just like a wall of of sound and not in a good way. Just 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 there was no treble in it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Makes oh. you want to start pig squealing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so overall, not their best album for you, but still um, worth a listen. Yeah, it's still um, consistent. Um, it's I, I don't know. It's I think a lot of people will like this. It's just yeah. very meat and potatoes. Yeah, I don't yeah. necessarily think this is a bad thing. I'm not sure if I prefer Southern Trend Kill. I think objectively it's slightly worse. Like the songwriting's a bit more yeah. all over the place. <laughs> but I think um, the peaks are higher. Yeah, like yeah, Suicide okay. Part Two. Um, I don't know. I just it's just a cool album. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, to, to be fair, I, I it's kind of weird because I think I feel like for you Cowboys from Hell was like your intro so you've like mm. you're a bit more like emotionally attached whereas I'm the exact opposite where like this was my intro to Pantera so I'm more emotionally attached to this one because that's like yeah. the album that sticks in my head um, but that being said I don't think I've heard a song by Pantera ever that I've been like this is shit do you know what I mean like I, I think yeah. honestly with Pantera like you can't really go wrong as long as you like you know metal like <laughs> mm. um Good Friend and a Bottle of Pills is probably the weirdest song on, on this album, I want to say. Oh, actually, Planet Caravan is probably a low point, but it's right at the end of the album, so it's fine. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not a huge fan of it. Uh, you know when we were listening to Death and the last song was Painkiller? <laughs> yeah. I uh, know. I think they fucking butchered Painkiller, because yeah, I yeah. love that song. And I'm a big fan of Planet Caravan, but like, I've, to be fair, I've only listened to it twice. And yeah. first time, I was whizzing down a hill, like, <laughs> thinking I was maybe going to die because my brakes don't work that great. But, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, on, honestly, it just sounds like Planet Caravan. It's a pretty um, faithful recreation, mm. I guess. Um, but solo at the end is a bit more noodly, a bit more technically proficient. Yeah, but yeah. it just seems a bit redundant. Like, why, why not just into the Black Sabbath version? It's basically yeah. the same. That's what I mean. Like, It's just not... I don't know. I, I know I said this before when we were talking about death, but I, it's just it's it's very rare for me to prefer a cover. Um, mm. And and yeah, I don't know. It's just it's not bad, but I guess for me this is kind of like how you preferred the original with Painkiller. So this for like the death's mm. version just didn't live up. I think I'm the same for Planet Caravan yeah. and Pantera's version. Um, no, listen to it. I was like, oh, if that was all right, but why not just listen to Black Sabbath? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I think I've said before as well, I fucking love Black Sabbath, so... Oh, yeah. me too. <laughs> um, but yeah, What's so... your favourite Black Sabbath song? Um, Fairies Wear Boots has always been a really good one for me. Um, yeah, that's, that's really solid. I, I like the story behind it as well. It's apparently it was uh, he got he got beaten up by a bunch of skinheads because he had... Mm. Uh, oh, no, sorry. He got, he got jumped by a bunch of skinheads. Um, because they thought he was a hippie because he had long hair, and he basically like kicked the shit out of like I think it was three of them, and uh, basically he went to the do- like the story is apparently um, him like basically being at a doctor's afterwards. Um, I don't know how true that is. Like that's something that I like I remember reading. Um, so take that with a pinch of salt. But if that is true, I don't like, see Ozzy as a fighter. Well, but... no, that's true, but at the same time, like it fits with the narrative of the song. <laughs> so, yeah. and also to be fair, he is from like Birmingham, and he was in, that's like a heavy industrial town, and I imagine it all like quite hard up there. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> you know what I mean, um, but yeah, so so yeah, Far Beyond Driven, my probably my favorite album. Um, 
decent definitely worth a listen if you like metal at all especially like if you if you're kind of interested in like I, like you can see their influence in like a lot of modern metal and mm. like definitely and and metal just in general over the past like definitely decade or two easily you know yeah, um, if you like Lamb of God or Devil yeah, Driver yeah. or like I don't know fucking Godsmack or something, <laughs> Slipknot. I don't know if there's mm. a lot of. I feel like there's a lot of influences here, mm. and I think this album sort of commercialized metal. Like it got to fucking number one. Yeah, that is mad, isn't it? Like considering yeah. <laughs> like the context of like a lot of the songs and like just like I said, like Strength Beyond Strength sounds very thrashy when you first like mm-hmm. listen to it. Like I didn't, I wouldn't have imagined it was that popular in the 90s. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to shit talk when I say they streamlined mm. the sound. I don't think they purposely commercialized or like um, sold out or anything. This yeah, is yeah. very much Pantera like doing kind of what they want or I assume. I will you know. say though, actually, is I've just realised we're like, oh yeah, you should give it a listen. But like, majority of people, if they like metal, have probably already listened to this album, yeah, or at yeah, least probably. have listened to Pandera, Pandera, <laughs> Pantera at some point. So yeah, I guess if somehow it's missed you, Pandera bread. <laughs> I guess if somehow this album's missed you, like it did with you, Adam, like just yeah, give give it a listen. Mm. Um, do you want to talk about off minor now? Uh yeah, just um, uh, one last thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh wait, what song was it? It's becoming. Uh, on the the Fabian second, Griffin. yeah, the second yeah, yeah, one yeah, on the becoming. album. It reminds me of that Mudvayne song. You know the meme one. The the meme one. Yeah, the, oh. the dig or something. <laughs> the one that like. From Romaine, da, is that da, the one da. where it's been like? I know that I've seen it in meme videos. Where the bassist clown and the. Uh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. that reminded me yeah, of my vein, and I okay, quite yeah, like I can, that. I can and, see that. And also, uh, it's it's surprisingly jaunty because they use like the major scale. The do 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 do. I found that quite entertaining. I don't know if I'm just really stupid. But I just don't understand like how you even like begin making some of the sounds on guitar that he makes on guitar. Like, like I'm not saying Diamond Dale is like the best guitarist in the world. Like, obviously he's very talented, but I don't know. Mm. Sometimes you know when you just listen to artists and you're just like, I don't know, really know how you've done that. <laughs> I don't know with guitar. I play guitar, so it kind of I can kind of figure it out. It sounds like he's using like a wah pedal or some type of pitch shift on that, but yeah, yeah. fair. Maybe I should look into that. But um, but yeah. So off minor. Um, so this was your album choice. Yeah. Um, I, I will admit, I had... Remember last week we were kind of debating whether uh, you'd shown it to me before or not? Mm-hmm. Um, so I had, but uh-huh. that being said, it was, as you said, back when we were, like, very... Uh, like, we spent a lot of time sort of sharing music with each other, like, when we were sort of, like, 15, 16. So mm-hmm. I didn't really remember it. Um, but fuck me. It's a really good album. <laughs> before yeah. we start talking about it, uh, I will say I forgot how convenient like streaming services are. Like and like when you're like, oh yeah, you can find it on like Bandcamp or YouTube and stuff. And I was just like, oh, I've got to actually like actively go onto Bandcamp because the all the album streams on YouTube like are uh, none of them have proper timestamps. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was just like, oh well, I say I I checked back. I don't know two videos, so maybe that was on me. But like, um, <laughs> I was like, you know, I'll just go on Bandcamp so I can actually like you know get the timestamps and stuff um and yeah it's just it's a really like i don't know i didn't know what to expect when when you first said like melodic hardcore um 
Screamo, basically, like uh, <laughs> the, the birth of Screamo. <laughs> <laughs> I I did really like it. Um, I guess we'll talk about. So, how did you find this originally? So, you found this years ago, yeah? Like you found it uh, ages ago. Yeah, when we was fifteen, I'd mm. imagine. I was on Sputnik Music. Yeah, I was going to say you probably found it on Sputnik. Yeah, looking at um like the top rated sort of emo and like yeah. Screamo stuff. Are they and, quite influential? Oh, um. I, pro- maybe, maybe I think they're on <laughs> fucking Sputnik, like they're lauded as a good band on there. Yeah, I was going to say because um, when I first discovered this, um, I had to like I had to torrent it because yeah. I couldn't I couldn't download or find the music, like I couldn't buy it legally. Yeah, yeah. So it was probably pretty unknown-ish then. I think one yeah, of the yeah. members went on to become a doctor or something. Weird. But, yeah, <laughs> that's really weird. But okay. anyway, uh, yeah, I discovered this ages ago, among a lot of um, emo and screamo shit I was listening to at the time. Mm. Then I went back to it later, and I was like, "Huh, this still s- stands up." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay. I was pleasantly surprised. So it's not one that you've like, like one of these albums you've gone back to consistently. Is it just one that you've gone back to like recently? Uh, more recently, yeah. But mm. at the time of listening. Uh, I, I definitely listened to it a lot when I first discovered it. Yeah, yeah. See, if I remember correctly, when, when you first sort of showed me it, I wasn't into, like, um, like very... Uh, how to put it? Like, um, I wasn't a huge fan of music that was very, like, transitory, I guess. Like, in that, like, it changes what it's doing a lot. Like, I was very much, like... Like, um, I think... Like, I say, I say I wasn't. I'm still not a huge fan of music that, like... It's very progressive in like you know it changes like i do like it when it has a bit more of a um i guess mainstream sort of like generic sort of structure i guess <laughs> um but that being said like obviously i i still appreciate it and I, I can listen to um more of it and i've li- been listening to it more recently but yeah at the time it was like that was like sacrilege to me i was like well it doesn't have doesn't have the same melody the whole way through what's this bullshit yeah. <laughs> like, do you know what i mean so yeah I, I remember i didn't really connect with it originally but yeah mm. listening back to it now when i'm like a bit even more eclectic and like um a bit more mature in my music tastes and stuff like yeah i really enjoy it um do you want to talk about like some of your favorite tracks because because uh, one one thing um one thing i did have a problem with this album um is one of my issues with like independent artists in general is obviously it is only like what 25 minutes long something like that if yeah that, it's so short but minutes sweet long, <laughs> yeah but it's just it kind of you know what left me like wanting more you know <laughs> like which is irritating they've got more albums <laughs> oh, that's right well can i stream those or do i have to do them full through Bandcamp? hey you can stream off Bandcamp like <laughs> for free you can listen to each album like three or four times and then they beg you for money and it's like, oh, I have just been like nicking this. So, you know. Oh yeah, no, Bandcamp makes me feel bad, especially when it's like an album that's like, pay what you want, and it's like, <sighs> now I feel like I have to pay something. <laughs> um, but no, so so you, what what are some of your favorite tracks in that? Um, um, it all sort of it doesn't flow into each other like Dogs on the Moon, but it does all sort of flow. Yeah. Um. The Heat Death of the Universe, I think that's a really great um, opening. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Dun, dun, dun. Also, for f- this is just a free piece, but they're just so fucking big. For like, this, this is a free piece? Okay. Yeah, free piece. <laughs> as in, like, there's, there's three of them. Yeah, for... <laughs> Weird. <laughs> for I, I... just 
for just guitar, bass, drums, and vocals, like this is pretty fucking loud. And, um, yeah, and the bass, like uh, going back to things, everyone contributing and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I really love the bass in a lot of these songs. Mm. Do you think, as a guitarist, you tend to f- focus on guitar piece like a bit more than? Um, any other piece generally do you think um, maybe when I was starting out it's yeah. definitely a focus but for me yeah it's like guitar bass and vocal melodies and shit like that oh, drums okay. I'm, getting, I'm getting better at uh, listening to and identifying but unless it's really fucking loud in the mix <laughs> like I find it hard sometimes to not just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. focus on working out the sort of no no that's, that's fair it's just um I do remember. I, I I don't know. I guess I guess I just thought there might have been like some kind of confirmation bias because where I'm not very good at any of the instruments I play, <laughs> I kind of like. Um, I think I definitely have uh, a sort of affinity for like vocals um, and, and the percussion um, more so than like maybe the guitar or the bass or, or I don't know like any other sort of like lead instrument um, that like someone might have. Um, but yeah, like Heat Definite Universe is is a is a great opening it was very like um i didn't expect it to be like vocal wise i didn't expect it to be so screamo <laughs> like oh, yeah. i i expected um it more to be kind of like um sort of uh sort of hardcore in like uh like a punk way rather than like a like a full screamo um hmm. vocalist which i didn't i didn't dislike to be fair um, I just, yeah, I, I, that did kind of charm me a little bit when I first listened to it, and I think, like, I don't know, I feel like the Heat Death of the Universe is a great, like, it kind of hits you quite suddenly, and I think mm. that's a good, like, it kind of sets up the whole album to be like that, if you know what I mean? So, like, you kind of, it, it's only, like, a three-minute track, but it's, like, pretty indicative of the entire P, like, uh, LP, you know, which I like. Yeah, it's kind of got <laughs> a Pixies, things, Pixies thing going on. <laughs> not in the musical style but it's got loud quiet quiet like um huh. there's also uh, there's always the contrast between like a loud part and then a quieter part and then a loud part yeah and yeah peaks <laughs> and troughs and all that but, yeah no I, I get that um so <laughs> uh I, I don't know and they're quiet bits like it's not anything too technical or mathy huh. but it's no, I find it really effective, like yeah. really melodic and cool and earwormy and yeah, yeah. And I'm normally like with a lot of longer albums because uh, my attention span and shit. I would listen to like the whole thing on occasion, but then you sort of go in at certain points yeah, or you listen yeah, to like, like a couple songs. <clears throat> but because this is so like short. I just end up listening to the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> see what you're saying about the kind of like the peaks and troughs and like loud and quiet. See, mm-hmm. um, I think this is a hostage situation, which is the the second track. I think that's a great example of doing that kind of thing mm-hmm. because, um, like, I really like sort of the the manic opening. Um, I quite like his. I don't know what it is about his um, his like clean vocals. You know, in in this specifically, like where he kind of screams, and then like he switches to his clean vocals, um, and then I really like sort of about a minute in where it like all cuts out and it goes to like the boom 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 boom. Yeah, and just the to say quickly. <laughs> yeah, I, the... <clears throat> I really like that bass. It's like a pedal note, like yeah, the yeah. guitar's doing that thing, and then the bass is just hammering that. 
yeah, hammering yeah. Kvatch before <laughs> the sort of uh, sort massive of dis- distorted like tritone going on. See, see, I really like the the slow bit of this song. Like, like I said, about a minute in, where like it kind of sounds like he's strumming like chords on a bass. Like that's kind of what it oh, sounds like. Yeah, that's um, that's what I like about the bass work as well. Like, uh, as a guitarist who has yeah. played bass. I find um, like power chords and shit like sound really good on like the mm. bass's higher register. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. anything low down, it just sounds muddy and like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on those high strings, like yeah, it sounds really. I don't know. I just really like the texture, sort of meaty, it's, sort it's, of. But what you said about earwormy is like that section of this is a hostage situation has probably been the bit that's like kind of been in my head the longest. Like I said, there's just something mm. really gorgeous about the like. As I said, I think he's he. It, it, do you know if it's strummed bass? Because that's what it sounds like to me. Um, yeah, it's definitely sounds like cause, it. Cause, I mean, you can do you can do both, right? You can uh, use your fingers and then switch over. Well, I, I I'm just thinking because I didn't realize they were I didn't realize they were a, a free piece when I was listening to it. So I, I, that's what I'm I'm realizing now. I mean, obviously they could they could like have done separate pieces like individually and I just mushed it, but I don't know. That would make it hard to play live, right? Um, um <laughs> I mean, you can finger pick and then switch to a more. Uh, hmm like an overhand bass sort of thing but yeah i think yeah i think this just sounds picked or, Fuck yeah. knows. i'll be honest my point is that section <laughs> is just like it's just really nice like i said just that bass like the dum, bum, 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 yeah and then like it's just got that really beautiful like guitar work over the top and it just kind of like it just it just kind of sounds like they're jamming for a little bit like <laughs> that's yeah nice. it's um, just it's a really nice track emotionally relate to it this emotional <laughs> hardcore it's just really pretty and i don't know it's kind of weird, like, one thing I really like about Screamo is, like, the contrast between, like, just these absolutely gorgeous instrumentals and just, like, the fucking awful vocals. Like, in, um, so, for example, it's, like, with Punch for Punch as well, that's one of my other second like, Oh, second yeah, I, I love that, and I love oh, quite a bit of that. The yeah. Dun, dun, dun. They, they, I say it's a free piece. They, they pad some piano, like, ah, throughout, yeah. but yeah, yeah. not live, obviously, but... I think that really adds to the songs and yeah, shit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would admit, like, lyrics have been another thing that, like, um, I don't really know too well for this album. I'd love to because uh, yeah. emo tend to have, like, really nice, like, like kind of like we are saying with La Dispute earlier, is, like, they tend to have really good, like, lyric- ly- lyrical content, which is nice. Um, but, yeah, Punch for Punch, like, I just, I love the intro. It's just so gorgeous, man. Just, like the really like deep bass and the guitarist are just like working in tandem to just make this fucking beautiful intro and it's just like oh and then like you know they slowly bring the drums in as well and it's just like man that's that's like a sign of a good band working together basically you know like yeah like like you said like everyone kind of contribute contributes and it like yeah it just feels very tight like it feels like um it feels like a big old pussy feels like a band that have been wearing together for like a while you know like a good good time i really didn't like off minor though like the the track at the end um, oh what the sort of slightly out of tune jazz guitar yeah like solo jazz guitar yeah i assumed that was on purpose but yeah it's just a kind of throwaway thing yeah it but... feels like kind of um i don't know i guess just one of their demos that they were fucking about with at one point that they like maybe like an improvised Not even the demo it's like a dude fucking around on guitar yeah like on a slightly out of tune guitar <laughs> i think yeah i mean like it's still kind of a nice little like oddity piece i guess mm. but um yeah in, in the context of like the whole album it's just kind of like 
I, I guess that's yeah. why they threw it at the end. Like, can you imagine if this was like halfway through? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be a bit weird. It kind of, um, it's kind of like the. Uh, I think I mentioned it on the death track. The the Bring Me Horizon fifteen fathoms oh, counting. I can't yeah. remember which um, death track I said that it reminded me of. Um, but yeah, it kind of reminds me. It of was that, the just like... sort of acoustic key one with, um, mm. uh, yeah, over sort of the it, top. Yeah, 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 it just feels like a bit of a bit of a throwaway. Thing. but that being yeah. said as well as i quite like the um it's got just like i don't know like 20 seconds of silence at the end like as well mm. like once he stops playing there's just nothing for like 20 seconds except like little like electrical cracks oh <laughs> it's no just and then like... it, it goes into some um outtakes like and oh, you can okay. hear like the tape oh, and shit yeah. and then yeah. rewinding yeah and, like, oh, failed yeah, that vocal takes cool, actually yeah that's i don't know kind of charming or whatever it's kind of like when people put bloop like bloopers into uh, what's it called? I don't know, like a little t- like at the end of the TV show or something, or like the end of the film. <laughs> remember, oh, remember Jackie Chan always used to put like outtakes in the in the back of his fucking films, like on the end. Uh, oh, yeah, it's kind of like that. So they're the musical hmm. equivalent of Jackie Chan. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Except hopefully, like not as homophobic. He's homophobic. Yeah, like, I vaguely remember there's, there's, like, issues of him and his daughter because she's gay or something. Uh, hang on. Let me... I, I don't want to slander Jackie Chan because I love his films and I grew up on them, but... Uh... Speaking of songs we enjoyed, I really like... um. Well, it all kind of blends together because my memory's failing and it's quite short and I listen to it all in one go. But staring down the barrel of limited options, I really like the, the lyrics I could make out uh, during <laughs> that song. <laughs> Okay, what, yeah. what did you like? I don't know, it's all very melodic, but um, that sort of uh, vocal sort of line is quite catchy, and I can make it out and identify it from the rest of the stuff. Um, just to say, yeah, so apparently uh, Jackie Chan's daughter is like gay, and he was rather homophobic towards her. Um, oh, so, you know, fuck it's it. not very nice, is it? I know, bastard. He's not very friendly. Do you know he's a... What would Chris Tucker think? Do you know he's a good father? Who? Um, One of the guys from Insane Clown Posse. Oh, shit. Um, It's it's Violent J. He he bought himself a furry suit because his daughter's a furry, didn't he? Yeah. And he, like, goes to conventions and shit. Yeah. Like, wow. A juggalo (laughs) furry. Could there be anything worse? (laughs) No, that's cool. I I can't. I can. I can. I can kind of respect fairies and juggalos, despite um, juggalos maybe being a bit degenerative. Um, I mean, I I think I'd rather hang out with a juggalo than a furry, right? Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, what's wrong with fairies? <sighs> Just a bit. You don't like Adam from Your Movie Sucks? I I I don't know, man. I think like you like being attracted to anthropomorphic things that aren't humans is a bit weird yeah like, like i try not to kink shame but you know but you're doing it yeah right on the podcast and <laughs> and now just, you're gonna I've get cancelled our furry audience our no. listeners. Yeah. like like I, I i don't know man i i can like i get that it must be frustrating to be lumped with like dog fuckers and stuff but, like, <laughs> i don't know it's just like, I don't know. There's just something a bit weird about like wanting to fuck wolves and stuff, right? And like, I don't know, scalies as well are kind of weird. 
I feel like scalies are worse, right? Why? Well, because, like, at least... <laughs> the suits are easier to wipe down. <laughs> my, my first thought was like, well, at least mammals are, like, warm. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Oh, no. I think scalies are more practical, like, fairies. If you're going to fuck in your thousands of dollar fursuits, like, you know, shit's going to get fucked up. But, like, <laughs> if if you got something that's hairless, something... Oh, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's true. I, I did see something the other day, actually, about, like, someone uh, nicked, like, a package from a doorstop. Uh, a mm-hmm. doorstop, like a door, um, like, front door uh, that was, like, left outside. And someone was like, well, enjoy my fursuit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you see some wild shit on Twitter. That shit's expensive, you know. Apparently they only spent like 50 quid on something, so, oh. you know, probably a shit tier fursuit. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Don't it cost like literally in the thousands? What makes them so expensive? Um, Because they're custom made, so like people's Oh, oh so they're like a, they're like a tailored owner. suit. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, shit. And there's a lot of fabric, like there's more to it than a suit. You can get Ooh. like um, automation on the face and stuff, like Jesus. you can get eyes, like blinking. Is it hot, Is it hot in in the first seats. I imagine. Oh it'd be yeah, hot as it must fuck. be. Yeah, it must be fucking boiling, depending <laughs> on the local climate. <laughs> like I haven't got my fan on right now, and it's like I don't know, something like twenty degrees outside, and I'm already like fucking melting. So yeah. I can't even imagine doing this in a fursuit. Yeah. Oh my god! Point okay, is, right. you can do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting other people or living things. Just don't fuck dogs, man. Like that's yeah. that's all I'm saying. Dogs are cool. <laughs> if you are okay, only okay. if they consent. Okay, hang on. So, if you, if you were the first owner, what do you reckon? What would you go for? Um, oh, I d- don't even know. Cat I girl. Cool. I Being a cat girl. Genetically engineered one. <laughs> I get called, well, like, big a Big old peen. I get called a bear quite a lot, so I think I'd have to go for a bear, you know? Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm quite chubby and hairy, so... Yeah. And I've got no gag reflex as well. So. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> He's just swallowing salmon whole. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Oh man! Yeah. All right, have you got uh, <laughs> have you got anything to say about Off Minor? Just as like a final um, thing. It's a it's a, great, it's a great album, isn't it? Yeah, it's a really good um, <laughs> yeah emotional hardcore screamo album. Mm. Uh, yeah, check it out if you're into emo or screamo or hardcore or. Uh, I, 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 I will say if you're, shit. if you're not, not into that, that like it w- is quite hard to listen to. Um, I, I think, think it's pretty at points. Like um, it's quite melodic when you know for not being dissonant and shouting and. Well, well I, I would I'd say the the vocals are probably going to be the hardest thing to get over just because they are Definitely. like even for emo I feel like they're quite harsh. Um, I don't know if you listen to stuff like State Faults and. Yeah, true. Um, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, there's something about it. I don't know if it's the. It, it, it reminds me a lot of. Um, I hate myself actually. Um, yeah, I, I think this holds up a lot better than I hate myself. But... Oh yeah, hundred percent. They're not writing mm. me like grass with grass. But <laughs> <laughs> that being said, yeah, I, I think the vocals are going to be the hardest fit bit for people to get over. But I think if you can get past that, uh, yeah, there's some gorgeous like instrumental work in there, and like. Again, like, I didn't realize they were a free piece, so that's even more impressive in my opinion. Um, it's, but that's really cool. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of makes me want to check out other um, bands in this genre that I didn't mm. really quite 
listen to as much. Like City of Caterpillar, first supposed to be pretty good. Oh, okay, I, I haven't listened to. Or that like before. Orchid, first supposed to be one of the. Do you remember? OG... Um, do you remember Ghost Cat at all? Uh y- yeah. Yeah, they they had some really good um screamo albums to to open up with. Um, but do you know what's weird is they've gone uh in a totally different direction recently. They're actually like a new wave sort of band now. Um. And it's it's kind of weird because what happened was um, it's a really sad story actually. Um, I they, like two of the band members got killed uh, in a car accident. I want to say it was like a like someone was drink driving, um, and it basically killed the I want to say singer and bassist. Um, and basically they uh, finished off the album that they were working on um, just to kind of you know like finish off like their their legacy I suppose. Um, and then they just decided to go a completely different route. Um, hmm. I do find it quite interesting that they decided to keep the the Ghost Cat moniker. Like, I feel like if you're, I don't know, I feel like if you're a band that has had like, you know, success of any kind of level in like a certain genre um, mm-hmm. or like a certain, like obviously there are exceptions. Like obviously there are Bring bands me. that like, <laughs> obviously like, there are bands. They're that a are, pop like, band now, right? Yeah. Bring still using like... the same moniker i mean yeah. the transition was uh slower than ghost cats i'm guessing but they're like they went from like straight up deathcore to pop yeah so. it, they kind of did the same thing as like lincoln park if you listen to but maybe like even more extreme i'd say because if you listen to like early lincoln park like some like hybrid theory uh it's very like very new metal like very new metal but then if you listen to you, something you can, like you can you know, hear like, the pop and hybrid theory like do you reckon yeah like uh, uh excuse me <laughs> uh what's it what's it called um the in the end and like i don't know basically yeah. singles <laughs> Trends, I've only really just, uh, yeah I, this, I don't know this this, this heavy pop vibes in that. But come on you you have to admit it hasn't been quite as extreme they didn't they didn't go from a deathcore band to a fucking no. i don't know i don't even know what they they'd count as now i i guess metalcore but like yeah, it's, it is very commercial. And to be fair, like they've obviously carved that little, like not even niche, they've just carved that section of the market out for them, which is good. And mm. obviously it's working for them. But I do have to admit, I do definitely have nostalgia for, for early Bring Me. Um, but but yeah, what I, what I was going to say just about Ghost Cat is, uh, I, I don't know, I do find it's quite strange. Like, like if, for example, like My Chemical Romance, like if you listen to, you know, their first two albums compared to like, you know, um, like Danger Days, like that that's like night and day like it's really weird. like i remember because um black parade was my first album i listened mm-hmm. to by chemical romance and then i remember hearing danger days like um because like mutual friends of ours were really into that um and i remember listening to a lot of them and uh i remember when i sort of first started getting into like heavier stuff listening to um not f- not free cheers for super adventure what's the first one i gave you my uh, you gave me your love i no gave something about it's got bullets in it's the got name. bullets in love yeah, yeah. <laughs> um that one i, remember I really liked that, that album at the time it. but um listening back to it, uh the vocals are pretty fucking dreadful well yeah but i mean that wasn't was like, he recovering from like um dental work at the time i <laughs> i feel like it. that's true yeah i don't know though i the thing is like i i remember is it skylines and turnstiles that's the mm-hmm. one about 911 that's such a good song man um and, first for halos yeah, oh, come this, on! That is this such mirror a good album. isn't this mirror isn't big, big enough, enough for the both of us. Oh, yeah. yeah, 
Come on, really that's, that's a good album. I'm gonna really listen to that album now. Listen, <laughs> listen to that back and be disappointed. Like, like <laughs> do not hold up. Oh, that sucks, man. Okay, maybe I shouldn't. Um, but yeah, my my point is, so uh, I don't know. I I feel like it is a bit strange sometimes when bands go so different. Like, if you take a band like, like I don't know, ACDC, that did the mm. same two songs for like you know four years. Yeah. Like, it was really weird when they did that dubstep album. That's not a thing. Nah, it isn't. <laughs> there was a second <laughs> where I was like, there was like, hang on. There was like, cause, <laughs> there was like a second of doubt for me because I was like, hang on, no, no. Because yeah, it was featured in the last Transformers movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, because we talked about how like Corn did a dubstep album with Skrillex. Yeah. So I was like, hang on, hang on. <laughs> and, don't... <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, Ozzy Osbourne did a fucking rap song with Post Malone. So, you know. Mate, uh, weird musical yeah, okay. crossovers. Okay, one one final one final conversation point before we. Uh, Is the guy from Queen, Brian? Someone? Oh, Brian Brian May. Uh, yeah, he did a song with Dappy, <laughs> and now you know that. Carry on. Wait, hang on. Didn't the Chuckle Brothers do a song with Dappy? No, not Dappy. It was. <sighs> it was a rapper. Hang on, Chuckle Brothers. Wasn't it? A oh, it's Tenchi Strider. Oh, okay. To me, to you, <laughs> to me, to you. Oh man, it's so ripped to my boy. Uh, which one, which one was it? Was it Barrel? Barrel? The Barrel? Was it Barry or um, the other one? Yeah, I think it was the older one, Barry. Bills. <laughs> oh, rip. Holy yeah. shit! That came out in two thousand. That song came out in two thousand fourteen. I'm so old. I remember that like it was fucking yesterday. Oh. Christ. Yeah, I've lost many a year. Isn't we're it, so, so isn't it fucking depressing? Like, um, Far Beyond Driven came out when they was all like twenty five, <laughs> and like, uh, Master of Puppets, mm. they released that when they was like twenty three. And we're both in our early twenties, and we've done fuck all yeah. <laughs> except shit talk people on our podcast. <laughs> Uh, we're all gonna oh die soon. Christ! Okay, well, also, this that... has been going for fucking ages. We yeah, just no, on. it's because we, we rambled on about at the start about random shit and nonsense and stuff. So we'll we'll call it here. Um, okay. I'll save what I was gonna ask. Oh, 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 oh. what was you gonna ask? <laughs> no, no, I'll save it for the next one. What was you gonna? What was you gonna ask? I was just gonna say like, what what like musical feature would you love to see? Like just the most random mashup that you reckon could work, but it's fucking weird. Oh. Fuck. The reanimated corpse of Seth Putnam. Very quiet. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I think that I would. Sorry. Um, don't know. Danny Brown with idols. <laughs> Is that kind of basic? <laughs> Do you know what? I'll take it. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. Okay. How would you rank these albums on the our tier list that we are very clearly doing? Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember like what we've done. Yeah, um, I remember saying that the Shags was my favorite so far. Yeah. Uh, so I will put. I've actually put them both um, below the Shags. Just I will. I will put Pantera above Off Minor though. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I prefer Off Minor, but then of course I do because it's me <laughs> um, i just think i think there's a lot more like c- content i guess in the in the pantera album obviously like because it's like a, it's like three times as long so it's just like and, there's a lot more i know it's to hard enjoy. to compare but i think there's more um nuance and off minor yeah like between the different sections it's very one note and that note fucking chugs but it's very <laughs> one note with pantera 
I think I'm maybe even like Seven Trend Kill more, just because yeah. it's got shit like floods on it, and it's just. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this track fair. by track holds up more. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. Um, have you got an album for me for next week? Uh, what you want? Well, <laughs> give me give me a few choices. Give me a few choices. Um, do you want psychedelic seventies um, folk? Yeah, do you, do you want... know what? Yeah, fuck it. Okay, wait, okay. actually, what's what's the other choice? What's the other choice? <laughs> it's off the top of my head. Um, uh, right, I'll, I'll take. Maggot Brain like... by Funkadelic is the other choice. Okay, Matt. So, so both of them are Funkadelics. <laughs> no, folk. First oh. one's folk. It's folk versus funk. Do you know what? I'll have both... a bit of funk. I'll have a bit of funk. A Maggot Brain by Funkadelic. Funkadelics. Nice. Um, yeah. So my one for you is actually about. I have mentioned on this um, before a couple of weeks back. Uh, the taxpayers. I don't know if you remember me mentioning them. Uh, I do. It was in relation to they got a brass instrument player to come in and go and then fuck off home. I'm not sure um, they did. Kai listened to that song when I was trying to edit that podcast. I had like accordion, but I did not find my note. Well, I'll tell you what, I was. <laughs> after this, I will fucking. I will show you the part that I mean. Oh, um, right. But yeah, so the album is called Something About Bastards. Um, Reminds me of the Poils or the Foils or you know that band that did that one Christmas song about uh, how they was both drunk and oh, hated each other. Yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, so it's God forgive these bastards. Songs from the forgotten life of Henry Turner. Huh. I'll I'll send you it specifically because that's a fucking long title. Sick. I will check it out. <laughs> okay, so we'll call it here, um, and we shall commence this uh, in the next week or so. Uh, probably next week again because I've actually managed to be somewhat on top of it so now I need to get naked put my fan on because I'm sweating like fuck goodbye goodbye kiskers thanks for bearing with us if you did but if you didn't that's okay too love you bye